What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca, here with my lovely sister, Frida. Hey, y'all. And we're back for episode 13, I believe. Yes, episode 13. 13, girl. 13 reasons why we're teenagers now. We're, we're teenagers. We're, what the fuck? No, like, yeah, episode 12 and then 13. Like, that's when you're a teenager. Oh, you remember that movie 13? Oh, yeah, that was weird. That she was, was really like, weird. piercing her belly button with, yeah. like, a, whatever the fuck that Being was. Being a whore. And, yeah, and she was like, I was yeah, like, fuck you, mom. Hey, I'm gonna hang out with my friend. And Why was I allowed to guys? watch that? I probably wasn't allowed to watch that. Yeah, I don't... I don't think we were allowed Honestly, to I don't it. think we were allowed to watch it. Because, like, I don't want to say I watched it recently, but I watched it, like... Maybe a couple years ago, and I was like, "Wow, this is not yeah, a movie a lot for of shit. children." Lot they were of like shit. smoking and shit and Can't fucking book. around. Yeah, so we <sighs> so don't let our kids do that. Child services. <laughs> I didn't do that when I was thirteen, so I don't know. I'm... But I was definitely watching. Like, wow, she has such a cool life. <laughs> I wasn't doing that for another ten years after thirteen. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, her mom lets her do anything. Like, her life is so cool." Wow, <laughs> she's gonna get an infection. <laughs> Can't wait. You can't wait to be 13. Oh my gosh. What are we starting off with? Sispiration. We start ghetto. We always gotta start ghetto because we need our sispiration to reel us back, back in. Reel us and back in and back ground in. us from being shit talking whores. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so ghetto today is public figure. No, open quote. Close Use quote. that term loosely. <laughs> if you can see my quotations. Mia or Maya Jacqueline. People think because they're on Instagram, they're public figures. Shut up. Right. <laughs> Don't nobody know you. So, she was... Oh, she's on the podcast. I thought she was a... She's a co-host. No, she's not on the she one She has that, a separate podcast. Yeah, she has a separate okay. one. The serial one. So, she was a... Co- guest on this one. A guest on the podcast. Big Homie's House. Mm-hmm. And listen to what she had to say. <laughs> fucking bum ass bitch. Okay. So we're going to play the clip of what she had to say about due to work 9 to 5. I always say and people be looking at me crazy like I don't know if this cuz I'm from Chicago but like I can't fuck with no nigga that work a 9 to 5. What I don't know fuck? why. I just need a fast money ass nigga. It don't whoa, necessarily whoa, whoa, whoa. have to be like drugs or like fr- um fraud but like like rapping or like dealing with media or like shit like that just like get you it. want a nigga with no so what like, what are we like if i come to you and i need some shit i don't need you to be like well my check come on friday fuck that i need you to get that shit right now like so what i feel like it appear with the nine to five Everything. like if you nine to five at burger king or something so first of all if y'all could see if y'all could see the other people's faces they looked at right. her like Bitch, what? They look at her like a large. Like, first of all, this is just an- another example of bum ass bitches wanting somebody to carry them. I really hate when girls think they're cool because they need somebody else's money. Right. Like, like oh, I can tell my nigga to give me money right now and he's gonna give it to me. First of all, I think the sis. city girls got everybody fucked up. Right. Because people forget that the city girls are rich. Like, they like they have their own <laughs> like, money, okay? That's why they're not fucking with somebody that's broke. Because they're rich, so they're saying, right. like, if you're not... This is a business transaction. Mm-hmm. Like, you want some coochie, like, right. what you bringing to the table? Or, like, they're not, sound like, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his, too. Like, right. she don't sound like she's in her bag. Like, she just wants their his bag. bag. Like, what you mean you can't fuck with a 9-to-5 nigga? Like, he gotta wait for his check. First of all, bitch, okay... 
where's your money? Okay. Right. For, okay. Why so, do you even need to ask him? So this was a little bit more annoying because as the um, as the podcast goes on, she goes to say that doctors and lawyers aren't enough. They're only enough if they are drug dealing on the side because she needs a hustler's mentality. Right. Because clearly going to school for 12 years and becoming a doctor is not enough. She needs them to be a hustler. Like what? Like what? Because she's a hustler. Now, mind you, this statement was so fucking annoying that we had to go on this bum ass bitch's page to find out who she was. And she sells eyelashes and has 500 followers. So... (laughs) 505 to be exact. So, sis, I think you need a 9 to 5 because I don't think them eyelashes are doing you too well. This is probably why you need to hit someone up. She went to say, if I hit somebody up and I tell him I need $50,000, I don't need him to tell me he got to wait till his check clears. Right. Bitch, why don't you have the $50,000? Like, what? she said, what you going to do to get that $50,000? Like, what? What are you going to do? Ask him? (laughs) And then, what was, what was... I don't know if ghetto or more ghetto. I think it's more ghetto. I don't think ghetto is a word. Bitch, but you can say ghetto word. Whatever. Okay. It was ghetto that <laughs> she said. It don't necessarily have to be drugs or fraud. Like, oh, but it can be. Right. It don't necessarily have to be that, but it can be. Like, that's cool. First of all, she started off by saying, I don't know if it's because I'm from Chicago. Like... Like, no one there's in Chicago a, is fucking with 9 to 5 niggas. Like, don't there's, do a, there. there's a plethora <laughs> of men in Chicago that just living in the penthouse. Like, like, no. If there was, y'all wouldn't all be killing each other. Okay? <laughs> okay? Because that's what that. Chirac is known for. It's not <laughs> known for a bunch of billionaires walking around. So, shut the hell up. Right? Like, bitch, why are you living The most living famous thing to come home? out of Chicago is rapist-ass R. Kelly. So, what are you talking about? Ew. That was the first dumb thing she said. Then she's like, it don't necessarily have to be a drug dealer or a fraud. Not necessarily. Like, I'm not going to stop you there. But if, right. But if he, right. And then she said, well, so later on she said, so they said, oh, if you have a dude who has a nine to five at like JP Morgan, she was like, nine to five at Burger King. Okay. No, maybe you need to be a little bit more ambitious. But like, either way, he has a fucking job. But then the other girl was like, if he has a nine to five at like, a bank like jp morgan or something like that's still not okay she was like no no that's not okay i would Bitch, need him what? to be a drug dealer too because she was like if that's right she said if that's if that's the case then i might as well fuck with a nigga doing fraud because he basically worked in the bank too you're going to jail okay <laughs> <laughs> the feds are they're watching you now they're watching you okay <laughs> because what Say. He basically work in the bank too. No, My he man does basically not. work at Target because he's still from there all right. the time. Like he's basically customer service. Like what are you talking about? Right. Like, okay. What? <laughs> Bitch. I can't. You I take can't. Your broke ass on. Ghetto as fuck. <sighs> but granted, when I went on her page again, she's she's twenty three and young and dumb. So hopefully, she will grow from that. But then, but then again, it's like, what do you have going for yourself to even have these fucking opinions? Like you're on a podcast about rating cereal. Okay. Now I love cereal. Big bowls, pause. I don't love cereal enough to make a podcast about rating cereal. That's one. Okay. Two, your minks ain't selling. <laughs> like right. your eyelashes ain't selling. You over here talking about you a lash tech, and this is no offense to the lash techs out there. Um, but I personally know a lot of lash techs that have more than five hundred followers. Wait, but her 
So hold on, we might have to make a correction because it says this is Maya J, mm-hmm. and it says twelve. It says where did five oh five come from? Her her mink page, her business. Oh, page. her business page. Yeah, I was like, wait, where am I looking at right That's now? That's even worse. Page. If your personal page has twelve k followers and nobody and wants no to one's following your, mink your page. business, sis, get it up there. And this first picture on her page with her naked holding a book. It just gets ghetto. It just gets ghetto. Okay, because she's from Chicago. Maybe that's what they do in Chicago. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, and she bottle of hookah service, like right. But you need someone to be a bottle girl. You but you want somebody 50K. with so much fucking ambition and they hustle. And he hustlers. can't have a nine to five because you a hustler, right? Just because you so got a fucking need to hustle a little bit harder. You got a eleven p.m. to a three a.m. Like right. just because you need to hustle a little bit harder and get them followers up, sis. Because you're not I even can't. fucking verified. On anything. You're not verified on your podcast page. You're not verified on your personal page. You're not verified on your business page. But you think you should be fucking with somebody who can just send you 50K when you ask for it, whenever you ask for it, just because. Dirty. Just because you need a daddy. That's what you want. (laughs) You want a fucking sugar daddy. Right. A sugar daddy. Because ain't no dads I know out here just giving their kids just $50,000. Unless they fucking rich or something. I don't fucking know. But even sugar daddies, you got to work for that shit. They want something in return. They're not just out here giving you fifty thousand dollars. So like, uh, what you willing to do, Mia Maya? It's all a business transaction. You got to work for that shit, anyways. Mm hmm. You got to show a little something, do something strange for a little bit, for a little bit of change. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you're ghetto. That's Mia our last letter for today. Mia Maya. That's her name. Mia Maya. Stick to rating cereals and not rating men with nine to fives. Right. Okay. okay. Stick to what you know, sis. Because they're not going to jail. You are. <laughs> this week's inspiration ties in well to our topic about piece of shit dads. Um, <laughs> it says, if you didn't come from a healthy family, make sure a healthy family comes from you. Yes. Baby, make that ass clap. <laughs> Who sang the song? Who was it? What's the song? Is that it, song? Is it Nivea? No, no, not that one. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> it wasn't Nivea. I had no daddy around Bitch, when I was, was growing up. Fucking Tierra Marie. That's why I'm Nivea. wild and I don't give a fuck. God damn. Sorry, Nivea. You're old as I'm fuck. sorry. <laughs> Who sung that Nivea back in the day? <laughs> Tierra Marie. Sorry. Okay. But that's what that's what they mean. Like, I ain't had no daddy around when I was growing up. That's why I'm wild and I don't give a fuck. Listen. <laughs> I feel like nine times out of ten, no one comes from a healthy family. I'm trying to think if I know anyone personally that comes from a healthy family. Or what what exactly is a healthy family? Right. What's a healthy family? Because I feel like dysfunction is normal. To an extent. Well, to what we to what, what we know, exactly. Right. What we know, to us. but I think we do know people maybe with some like aspects of a healthy family in a sense where every family goes through shit. Every family has hardships. Oh, I guess I do know some people with a healthy family. Like Stanley's parents are still together type mm-hmm. shit, you know. Stanley's not Phil's damaged from his parents. parents. Right. Phil's parents right. are still together. And I don't think every child is going to agree with what their parents did growing up. You know what I mean? When they grew up. But. Right. I, but I'm saying because 
as children, we're like, oh my God, I hate it when my parents did this. I hate it when they did this. But, but that doesn't mean it's not, it wasn't healthy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, like, some people are like, oh my God, I, I hate it growing up because, or I hate it when I was growing up because my parents made me do this or my parents made us do this. But that doesn't mean, like you said, that doesn't mean they didn't come from a healthy family. So I think in a sense we're like make sure a healthy if you did not come from a healthy family like in situations with us with mm-hmm. either toxic behavior or absentee parents mm-hmm. I think it's important to make sure you you're a role model for your kids you make changes so that they don't have to have this conversation you exactly. know what I mean when they grow up Yeah and I think like for us and like a lot of the people that we mm-hmm. know that like have grown up similar to us mm-hmm. um like that it, it really gets real and you like mm-hmm. you have to think about that with your decisions like i was thinking about it the other day and i was like you know me waiting to lose my virginity was never like a thing mm-hmm. like i wasn't waiting till marriage or for this fairy tale prince mm-hmm. charming i just was like mm, you got my nerves like no i'm not fucking right like, leave me alone. you know what i mean like it, i just was never boy crazy i never mm-hmm. really like cared about it i was just like oh right like it's not that serious right. like y'all are just all annoying um but the fact that like for me the way things fell in place the way that they have um I was just like really happy like to mm-hmm. think that like you know you look back at other situations and mm-hmm. you'd be like damn had I had had a kid with this person right like you know what I mean it'd be like oh my god like and for me to now be pregnant like by the person I'm pregnant by by the person I've been with for the past 5 years mm-hmm. steady um in a healthy loving relationship like it just it's a good feeling mm-hmm. to know that regardless of whatever happened with me mm-hmm. and him like my kids never gonna know that right. feeling of right. having a parent that is being right like not feeling secure in your household right not like or like fe- fearing even just like there's some kids who like even if they're not physically abused they're still worried about when their parents like come home you know what i mean like the presence the presence and Mm -hmm. some kids are being physically abused so like there's so many different aspects and it's it's a good feeling knowing that your kids you're gonna try your your damnedest to just know that they're not gonna Mm -hmm. go through that shit you know what i mean and god damn where did my thought go it was in my mind (laughs) pregnancy brain never leaves even after you have the baby so be ready for that because you're not gonna remember shit i had a fucking thought oh that was my thought even if so like we mentioned like a lot of parents like you know people who their parents are still together i think that a family can still be healthy if the parents are are split up too if both parents are adults adults and they work at it there can still that child can still you're both family you know what i mean like you still have you still have to get that child a family aspect so i think if both parents work at it and everyone is adults and no one's immature like my one parent, friend kid her, still have her that. cousin her parents like they go on vacation together just them mm. like they're like still best friends like oh, wow. they got divorced years ago it was like the best for mm-hmm. them and they've remained friends they've remained mm-hmm. for the greater good of the kids they remained like just like they loved each other so much like they genuinely mm-hmm. wanted each other to be happy they just knew they weren't it for each other right and a lot of people might think that they're weird because mm-hmm. like their kids are grown like in their 30s right and they're just but it's like, like they're they're just they're friends cool, yeah yeah they're just they're genuinely friends there's oh, no wow. interest in getting back together like he'll be with his girlfriend she'd be with her man like but they've mm-hmm. just always maintained this respectful relationship for each other and it's right you can be with somebody 
and not be together anymore and still maintain a level of respect as a person that i once was with you i did love you i did make these kids with you we just don't see it Mm -hmm. enough we don't experience it enough because unfortunately people are bitter Mm -hmm. and we've all we've all seen it happen one way or the other it's not always a female i mean Mm -hmm. in my family's case it was my dad he was bitter as fuck (laughs) but and then you have so our quote kind of just runs into our our topic because it, it is directly related to the topic so today our topic is going to be about daddy issues so basically i grew up with a very toxic father to say the least i think right. that's that's the nice way to put it right. um a toxic father um and frida grew up with an absent father right um and we're both so, up <laughs> so yeah right as much as we don't like we're we're fucked up to an extent we're not letting it like we still have our kind of like damaged from it mm-hmm. but we're also working not to let it affect our kids and not to let it... Right, but that's at this age. Right, right. So, 28 years later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a misconception that because you have a parent in your life, that's the best thing for you. Right. It's like, if it's not a healthy parent, mm-hmm. it's not the best thing for you. So, basically, yep. that's what we're going to be talking about today. Our differences, our struggles. This is a very deep, heavy topic for both of us, so I'm pretty sure it's going to get emotional. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to be, like, our first emotional conversation bitch am i cry <sighs> bitch i already feel like i'm about to cry because i just don't like hearing you talk about nothing sad and i don't like hearing you talk about that let's just cry fucking so up. guys we're not gonna talk about anything this episode <laughs> we're just going to cry together <laughs> so get your tissues <laughs> so um i was re i was scrolling past something and it said toxic parents and absent parents produce the same kind of people and i was like wow like it's 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 true other than the sense that we don't have the same kinds of story. Right. You know what I mean? Like, in the end, we're still like, fuck niggas. But, still but we still, right. Right. It still kind of makes you like, you look at things different. And I always revert back to when, so when I got pregnant with Celise, I was, I was young, right? So like, you're young, you think, okay, if this nigga don't want to be around, he don't want to be around. That's, that's completely on him. Right. I don't care. So my I don't care thought was a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I want my child to have a father in in their life. I had the opposite thought. I was like, I honestly don't care. Like, I was like, I'm sure I can do a good job by myself. I was like, I didn't have my biological father growing up. So why does she need it? Right. So I, I had the opposite thought. I was like, she doesn't need a father in her life to to be OK. And the more and more. I go on I start thinking the opposite like it is it is good I think everyone needs both parents but they need both parents to to be good parents right willingly and they need both parents to be good parents and not toxic parents she doesn't just need a father just to say that she has a father just to say oh my father's present she doesn't need a toxic parent she needs a healthy parent Mm -hmm. so that was kind of my aspect and how that's when I realized, like, oh, wow, I probably, because I was always like, oh, my daddy wasn't around. How do I have daddy issues? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't have one. So right. how do I have an issue with it? So I've maybe seen him, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've seen him in my life. And I can also count on one times the amount of time I've spoken to him in my life. And 
I don't know him. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know my kids. So it's like, and this is my biological dad, not my real dad, Jose. <laughs> right? Period. Okay. Right? Okay. Because Jose <coughs> is what we want for our children, what we wanted growing up. That's who God wanted and, to be our dad. Right. So. And that's why we all, why we went through all of this. But so that's why I say like my, my dad wasn't absent. He was, he was absent. Like if I don't fucking know you, like I've seen, so I've was seen it a situation else. where you met him at a certain age? Mm-hmm. Okay. The so first time like that I wasn't... met him that I can remember. So like, I don't ever remember living. So my first memory of like life, because sometimes people be like, Oh, I remember when I was two years old. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. I don't know how the like, they do that. Like my, my first memory, like, I can't remember anything before maybe five years old. Like, that's when I can start to recall Same. stuff, right? I don't remember ever living with him. I've never seen any pictures of me as a baby with him. Okay. So, the first time I met him, and this is like, I met him once. Like, he came to, to, to our house. I had to be, like, 10 years old. Okay. Okay. The only thing that I can remember him, phys- I don't remember him physically, physically giving my mom money. Like, I don't remember any of that. As far as, like, my mom told me, like, he never, like, really paid me support or anything. Mm. I remember him giving me this pink baby fat jacket. It was either baby fat or rock wear. <laughs> and it was pink and it had fur and it was so ugly. And my mom didn't wear it anyway. But this is really, like, all I can remember. As I met him when I was 10 and I took a picture with him. Mm. I don't even remember what that picture is. Like, so... I have siblings on that side. I Right, which you've never been able to meet either. Right, I've met two of them, but I also don't have relationships with them. Like, right. I've spoken to them on, like, the phone and stuff, but it's never been ongoing. Like, I would speak to them, and then maybe, like, another, like, three years later, one of them would hit me up. But it's never been, like, ongoing. Like, I don't know them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, me and you aren't biologically related, and I'm closer to you than I am with any of them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know them. So, he's always been absent. So, I can't remember a time before that time that I met him when I was 10 years old that he was ever in my life. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. And my mom had, she has other kids after me. So, there were other, I wouldn't even say father figures. The only, Ryan and Ronald, which are my two little brothers, their dad, is the only one that I would consider to be... A father figure that mm-hmm. my mom has been with like he was around we were younger and he was around for a while and um even after like Ryan and Ronald were born and he was the only one that I can say was maybe consistent and and had our best interests mm-hmm. at heart like he you know what I mean he spoke up for us he tried to make sure that my mom was the best that she can be mm-hmm. and he was kind of like a voice for us mm-hmm. also and I don't I didn't really feel that from any anybody else. So, growing up, I really didn't miss having a a father because like, I never knew what yeah. it really felt like. like. Right, I never knew what it felt like. So, I feel like if he had been consistently in my life th- until, like, I was 10 or something, then I would have missed it. Or, like, more of, like, the in and out. Right. The or making he had, like, promises came here. and right. not showing type. Right. Um, that's that's more of a damaging effect right because but the like, fact that it was like you're literally just absent mm-hmm. right it's like I, I don't know you so like what do i miss you know right. what i mean and i've always said that like he's older in age and i've always said and i don't know if i'm a fucked up person for it but i've always said like 
if he did pass away, I don't think and I don't know how much of a damaging effect that would have on me because I don't know him. Right. It would be sad, like, okay, yes, I'm half of him. You know what I mean? And I know who he is. It's Mm -hmm. always sad when someone passes away, but I don't think I'm going to really be damaged by it because... I don't really know him. I have a closer relationship with some coworkers than I have with him. Right. So I don't think I would really be like too torn up. Probably sound like a psycho for that, but but it is what it is. Like I don't know you. How am I, like how damaged am I supposed to be by it? That's so, just a reality. Right. It's a reality of it. It's like you can't It's like you said the same thing as like for your kids. Like you can't they don't know him so they can't be right. affected by certain things or if I told Celise, like, if, if I said to Celise, like, oh, my my dad, she's probably going to assume I mean Jose. Okay, right. Because that's the only grandpa, grandpa from me that she knows. She doesn't mm-hmm. know anybody else. Like, she's never seen him. She's never spoken to him really on the phone. So, like, she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. I can say, like, oh, my biological dad, she'll understand that. Right. But she still doesn't know who she is. So, she's going to be like, oh, wow, that's sad. Yeah. But she's not really going to be affected by it. Sure None not. of my kids will be. Oh, Okay. Right. That, that guy. And realistically, I mean, his like his age. I don't know like how much longer he's gonna live, but realistically, they'll probably never meet him. Yeah, and so. I remember a couple of years ago, you thought he was dead. Right. Because I, like, I think he's I haven't, kind of I haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Like I don't anything about him. And I'm pretty sure like one of my siblings who like have contact with me, like they they would say something or they would know, but I wouldn't. It's not like somebody would call me or like I would be present like i i wouldn't really know unless someone told me and so. there's like such an age gap between you and the siblings right yeah i have i have a a brother i have brothers that i think are older than my mom like there's a big age gap because my dad's old right so and like do you, i get my wrinkly fingers <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like weird about that like weird about I guess not weird about not having a relationship because, like you said, it was mm-hmm. never one you had. But like weird about not having that relationship. Like, do you, do you kind of like wish you had one, or do you feel like because it's such an age gap, like that would be weird with my with the siblings? Yeah. Um. I think I would just. I think with some of them, because it's such an age gap, it's like, oh okay. I don't really I, like. What do we have in common? Right. Like their kids are probably older than me or their kids are probably right. my age so like at this point in my life and I feel like at this point in their lives it's like what are one what are we gonna talk about besides like oh yeah I have kids and these are my kids and mm. what do you do for work like I don't know like what we're gonna talk about <laughs> I don't know how to meet new people and that's what it would be meeting new people like <laughs> what are we talking about we didn't yeah, grow up together like and there's like you said like there's such an age gap I think like my the closest one is right before me, and there's still maybe like ten years. I don't know. I don't really know how old she is, but there's there's so big of age gaps, and then it's like we haven't created a relationship since I was younger. So it's like, what are right? What are we doing now? What are we doing it for now? Other than the fact, like I don't want to. I mean, I'm not going to because now I'm with Phil, but like I'm always like I don't want to run into some guy in the street and then find out that we're brothers because the world is so fucking small that that should be happening to fucking yeah. people. That was my only thing. I was like, I don't want to like That's be weird. around people and open right. Like, and then we're related, and then our kids come out weird. And, like, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I watched that one on a show one time. <laughs> two, these two gay guys wind up being brothers. You see, I was watching a a, a TV show, and that sad because it's like, yeah, they was in love. Like, 
Right, like, and they like, now like, you butt plugs. Now what, brothers? Right. Now what? Now can y'all just be brothers? Can y'all go to the family reunion? Right. No, you can't show your face at the family reunion. Right. You fucked your brother. Exactly. Like the show, it was like a, a doctor show I was watching, and they were like in therapy because they did this like gene thing or whatever, and they found out that they were brother and sister. They were engaged, like to be married. Like, and I was like, oh shit! Like, now what? Now you can't get married, and the guy, the the guy wanted to still get married. It was so weird, and the woman was like, "You're my brother." <laughs> so it's like, so that's the, that that's maybe the only thing that's like I'm weird about. But now it don't matter because now like, I don't plan on being with nobody else. I even so. think that's weird when people are together and their parents are dating. I think that's weird. I'd have to yeah. break up with you. Yeah, it's like someone's gotta break up. Right. Like, a, I'm cool with my mom being happy. Right, like we we can't do this because yeah. now we're we're step siblings, okay? We can't be together. I'm sorry, because now it's just weird. We're Somebody keeping like it that. in the family. Sorry, can't do it. So yeah, so like so that's that's really the only thing that it's like. It's like mm, I don't want to run into anybody who I'm related to, or like cut like they obviously like my brothers and sisters like they have kids and right, you know what i mean kids. so even like their kids who are my age i've always like been like i don't want to meet nobody in the street and then we're fucking related right like that's crazy like you about to have the ancestry.com everybody you meet right exactly because my dad <laughs> you has, wanna have a first date he has like Swap. 13 fucking kids so it's like <laughs> the possibilities like the more kids he has it's like the possibilities are more and more right, his kids anywhere. have kids like right they can be anywhere because it's not like they're all just gonna be confined to one state and i'm like let me just stay away from that place no (laughs) they're everywhere (laughs) (laughs) not too many siblings and (laughs) and what would they be my my nieces or nephews or something like imagine me dating one of my nephews usually how it works (laughs) (laughs) what would they be (laughs) whoever the fuck they are (laughs) who would they be my great aunts like no (laughs) I was I was looking online. It's like the um the crisis, the father absence crisis in America. It's a it's a fucking crisis, and the only one really. So it was like four times greater risk of poverty. I'm broke as shit. Like, Fuck I, you're not. I, I'm making it. <laughs> like I got a little bit of money, but I'm broke still. Like I got a nine to five. Okay, I'm gonna hustle like Maya want me to have a Myla. <laughs> so. All right, more likely to have behavioral problems. I don't really have behavioral You're problems. Young, wild, and out of control. Right. Two times greater risk of infant mortality. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm not... Like, does that mean, like, I'm killing an infant? Or if your father's absent, like, as an infant, you're not going to make... I don't know about that one. That one's weird. More likely to go to prison. I ain't been locked up yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let a nigga try me. <laughs> try me. More likely to commit crime. I mean, like, driving around with no seatbelt. Right, like, how far Running a red light. Turning. Maybe this is for, like, Maybe. men with growing up without no daddy. I don't know, because, you know, women be out here. Um, more likely to suck dick in the staircase. <laughs> like, okay, those are believable. <laughs> Seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> That was me. Okay, this is the way it affected me. More likely to face abuse and neglect. It's not funny, but I'm sorry. What the fuck? It's not funny, but the picture that I'm looking at next to it is a fist. It's like a stick figure and a fist next oh. to the stick figure, like punching it. 
but it's not funny. Like you gotta grow up. More likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. I like a little drink to drink here and there, but I'm not abusing it or anything. Not an alcoholic, like Celise would say. <laughs> Two times more likely to suffer obesity. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I ain't got shit to do with your No, because <laughs> I like them snacks. But like, why is it here? Two times more likely to drop out of high school. No, I graduated high school recently. <laughs> Research shows that when a child is raised in a father absent home, he or she is affected in the following ways. So it's like, yeah, my dad wasn't there, but sometimes it was like other dudes there. So it's like, maybe I didn't get all of them. Maybe I would have committed more crimes. <laughs> they all weren't. I don't think. Okay, I can see how some of these things. I don't know what the fuck obesity has to do, but <laughs> like I don't. I can see because how, maybe they're depressed, so they're depressed, so they're eating. Maybe or maybe because dads be the one to be like, get your ass up. Or they don't eat that, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the toxic parents come right, in. Right, exactly. But some of those things also just have to do with circumstances, like because you got right. pregnant. At 17, that wasn't just your dad. That was your mom, too. Right. Like, true. Like, it and, was just... And more than anybody, it was it was me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It was me and a nigga. Like, more than anyone. <laughs> okay? Because my mom wasn't there. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, but it's like... I feel like I never really associated it with my dad not being around. But I guess I guess I can see what they're saying. Because well, you know, they'd be like, if you don't have a dad, you search for love in other places. Right, shit. but at this point, like, Jose was Jose was around, and I consider Jose a father figure. So it's like, my mom was Just the one like, don't person. have sex until you're 30. Sex is a bad thing. It's a bad word. Just don't do it, or you're going to be exiled. <laughs> I was like, like, sex? Hmm. I'm gonna take my chances. I might try a little bit of that. I got, bit, I got a little bit of time for that. And I was like, hey, mom, so I'm not a virgin. Remember I'm, when I you told me to sex from home pregnant while I'm pregnant? I was like, I'm having sex and. But wait, there's more. <laughs> I'm pregnant. So I'm not sure how that's related to my father being absent. So maybe none of these things really apply to me because. I mean. Like I said, they they might apply in other scenarios mm-hmm. for other people. Right, right. I can see. I can see what they mean. Some of them, I don't. I still don't know about the obesity thing, but right. crime stuff like that. Like because a lot of people, like how you said, it didn't affect you. That's that's you personally. Mm-hmm. That's you internally. Right. You were able to be like, okay, like who gives a fuck? But some people, some people can't do that. Yeah, will like see somebody with their dad and be like, mm-hmm. never had one I don't of those. Have that. Right. My dad never played catch with me. Is that a white people thing? <laughs> like, who's no. whose dad plays catch with them? Right. Who plays catch? Right. Like, <laughs> the fuck? And one of my kids is like, Mom, can we go outside and play catch? I'm, I'm going to play like, dodgeball because I'm going to throw a shit about at you. You catch these dishes. <laughs> How about you catch the electric bill? How about you catch the water bill? Before you catch these things. Right. Exactly. Okay. Like, that's the only catch that we're doing, okay? Like, who does like, that? I think that's, I think that's like, a white people. I think so, because I've never... I don't think I've ever I was played watching, catch. I was watching Creed 2 last night for, like, the hundredth time. <laughs> but <laughs> I was watching it last night, and when um, Rocky went to go visit his grandson for the first time, he was like, you want to go out in the back and play catch? And then his grandson was like, yeah. And I, like, thought it to myself last night. Like, is this a white people thing? Because who does this? Like, what? <clears throat> like, no, black people would be like, yo... Get in the fucking house. Either you're staying in or you're staying out. Okay? Stop running up them stairs. Right. <laughs> right. You're going to catch this fade. That's what you're going to catch. Or like, 
you do other things which are bad, <clears throat> but I don't know if playing catch is one of them. Right. I I don't know. And I see... Maybe playing football, <laughs> playing basketball. Maybe. But just playing catch. You're just in the backyard throwing a ball back and forth. I don't know. Like, do they have a baseball? Like, do they I, play catch with a baseball glove? Because that's what people dress with. That's what I'm saying. They just be like... white people shit. Yeah. Or, or maybe it. Dominicans preparing for baseball, but... I I know I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never. I don't life. think I've ever played catch. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. and I don't have an interest in doing it either. Maybe that's why my reflexes suck. Right. Don't throw the ball at me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I got that basketball thrown in my face and broke my glasses into my face at one time. Oh my god! Toxic but siblings. There, <laughs> next episode. Next episode. <laughs> Maybe that's true. That's true too. They be toxic and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just never fucking know. Yes, fuck. They gotta go. But. <clears throat> I see a lot of it's like I don't not that I don't see the difference between someone who has like a, a healthy father in their life and someone who doesn't but just I guess like the relationship will be different <laughs> I'm wording it wrong I know I'm wording it wrong but bitch I do but I mean, the fuck but I mean like as far as like the the day to day like okay you have someone to teach you like wait with babies because okay malachi's real small right now and obviously he has like he had his dad in his life but i'm not gonna see right right i'm not gonna, not gonna be a versus the, right so i'm not gonna be like okay you're not well, gonna be like wow this person turned the light off he must have had his dad in his life like <laughs> no yes you don't right. see that you don't you don't okay for lack of better word you don't get to see the damage mm-hmm. of the the damaged person right unless you on close quarters. Like, mm-hmm. if you're someone that's with a damaged person, mm-hmm. you'll see it. Right. Ask Eric. He'll tell you straight up. Tells me all the time. Like, you got some daddy issues. I can't trust that bitch because I got issues. And I'll be like, okay, you got some Bianca issues, so square the fuck up. Right. Don't be disrespecting me. Right. Like, Don't be bringing up my up. past. Like, what are you talking up. about? And I also think, like, with with guys, I think if they've had a, either a toxic parent or a absent parent them maybe being parents would be a little bit harder like they'd have to learn as they go they can't refer back to oh my dad used to do this or my dad taught me this and this is something that i can pass on yeah so i think that would also be be an issue because they're just they're learning as they go yeah because you have to push past your trauma like some people Mm -hmm. some people inflict that on yeah some people inflict it but not only that like some people really are traumatized like to the mm-hmm. point where they don't notice it like to the right. point where like they'll try to be so different from their parent that like they don't realize it's the they're being dramatic they're becoming, right like right. like now you're just being a faulty parent. right like now you're just letting anything mm-hmm. go because you don't want to be the parent mm-hmm. that yells or you don't want to be the parent right. that doesn't let your kid have an opinion or you don't want to be the mm-hmm. and it's like at the end of the day there's kids need types. structure right there's you different know? types definitely like, structure is black and white mm-hmm. like kids need structure you can't just let them run a free-for-all if that because, was the case they right. need adults to raise them mm-hmm. we can let their little asses out in the wild i've seen that a lot a lot of people say oh well my dad or my parent used to hit me or used to abuse me growing up so i don't spank my children mm-hmm. no if you if, as an adult, if you know your boundaries mm-hmm. then you can discipline your children whether you want to spank them or not you can discipline them without abusing them spanking them is not abuse so you can do that without abusing them i'm not saying because they threw a ball in the house after you told them not to to punch them in the face repeatedly right but (coughs) excuse me i definitely think that you can you can draw a line like you said like 
people take it to an extreme. So there's mm-hmm. people who are so traumatized from like their upbringing that they become faulty. Like they right. let every single thing go. Mm-hmm. There's people who have to learn as they go. They don't know they had an absent parent, so they don't know what the fuck to do. So they kind of just learning as they go and mm-hmm. and um what's the word? Trial and error. Yeah. Like one thing may work. Parenting one thing right. Life. One thing may not work. And even for people who had who had parents around who maybe weren't the best parents or parents around who were just doing their what they thought were their best even those people who have kids they have to also learn as they go what worked for your parents or what worked for another parent is not going to work for you and your kids right because not every kid is the same right not every exactly. parent is the same not every patient level is the same you not can't discipline like, yeah you can't go based on someone else and i think the biggest thing that like people go wrong at and mm-hmm. especially minorities is like these books mm-hmm. these parenting books these right or wrong mm-hmm. because they're not made for us right this whole ideal of um oh you know you have to talk everything out you have to bargain mm-hmm. with your kids you have to get, get down, down to, to their, their level. level oh that's the worst i don't need to get down to their level we're not at the I'm same not level at, right I'm exactly not at your level. i'm not your peer mm-hmm. so no you don't you don't you don't need to think that i'm mm-hmm. am your peer you need to understand that i'm the adult right and i feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong it's like these books were not made for mm-hmm. us these books are made for the people that let their kids tell them fuck you mom <laughs> like <laughs> you're ruining my life like, right that, right and then i don't know like, doors. history of the history of the history of the history of the fucking <laughs> ancestors that any hispanic kid has ever been able to pull some shit off like that and right live okay day. Cause Never. I flip my chocolate off and beam it across Never. the room. And guess what? My kid ain't doing it either. I always say your kid should be not that your kid should be afraid of you, but there should be a hint of fear a little bit. Like they shouldn't be able to think that they, they can get away you, with right. whatever. Like if the wind slams a door in my house, the lease will come to the and be like, "If you heard a door slam, it's because like you know what I mean." If if I send her upstairs for something, mm-hmm. the door slams because the 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 windows open or something. She's like, "Oh, the windows open and it slam." Because she knows I'm going to be like, who are you to slam a door in my house? Like, you don't pay rent here. It's not that she thinks I'm going to go upstairs and whoop her a hundred times and beat the shit out of her because I heard a door slam. It's not that she's, like, afraid of me. It's that she knows that she She can't do whatever the fuck she wants. She knows her place. She knows that she's a kid and she needs to stay in that place. Exactly. And it's like, there is no right or wrong with, like you said, with the trial and error. Mm -hmm. But as far as discipline and abuse... There's things that everybody knows. That's about. clear. Right. right. That's, that's that's definitely clear. clear. Even as the abuser, mm-hmm. you know you're not doing anything good to this kid. Right. And I feel like that's where, like, people mix it up. Where they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I w- I'm just learning a- around the way. Like, right. if your kid drops something and you decide to go beat them the fuck up. Right. Bash their head into the table because they fucking bro, dropped like, something. Bro, like, you knew that that's wasn't okay. Wrong. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, that, that isn't like, that's oh, well, I'm just figuring mm-hmm. it out. I like, didn't know what to do in that situation. Like, right. No, that's not. Figuring it out is like letting your kid sleep in your bed. Now you're like, damn, this baby's nyo-nyo. Like, what the fuck did I do? But like, yeah. that's, that's figuring it out. <laughs> ding, ding, like, ding, ding, Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's figuring it out. Like, right. you, you don't know. You don't know, mm-hmm. like, like, damn, I'm tired too. I can't just stay here. Keep rocking them. Like, all right, right. I'm going to lay in the bed tonight. I'm going to let them lay in the bed. Uh-huh. Figuring it out is not suffocating your kid or drowning your right. kids. Or, like, you know, like, there's things that, that's like. That's not like, I didn't know what to do in this situation. Right. You definitely knew that that wasn't the answer. Right. So, like, that's where it becomes, like toxic Mm -hmm. and like okay even how you said like there should be with children a certain level of fear that Mm -hmm. is true but a toxic parent feels like that's the only level of emotion you need to have with them at the greatest extent Mm -hmm. like it should be like the minute i look at you 
Right. The minute I walk in this house, you shivering. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And that's that's the problem. And mm-hmm. with my dad, that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's that's everybody to be scared. Yeah, that's what he thinks respect mm-hmm. is. Like kids, <clears throat> it's it's sad that parents like that, toxic parents, they can't open up any emotions. And yeah. he probably used the excuse that, oh, that's how my my dad parented me. I don't know what their relationship was like. Oh, that was toxic too. They, so, like, instead of breaking that barrier, he just continued it. I'm sure he didn't like it when his dad did it. I'm sure he knew that it was wrong when his dad was doing it. But instead of being an adult, breaking that barrier... And learning a different parenting skill. But honestly, I don't even think that it has anything to do with his dad. Because back then, Mm -hmm. like, my dad's dad threw him through, like, glass. Mm -hmm. He used to have, like, a store and, like, put him through glass. Because my dad went and got, like, a tattoo at, like, 12 of him Mm -hmm. and some girl's name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he ain't never throw us through glass. Right. But, like, honestly, I think my dad's thing is, like, he he is a fucking mental patient. Like, Mm -hmm. he has... (laughs) Like, all jokes aside, like, he's a fucking mental patient. Like, he needs to be put away somewhere. Like, he's Mm. in denial. He was verbally, physically, emotionally abusive to Mm. all of us. Like, including my mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he... Drugs, alcohol. Like, like it was a combination of everything. Everything wrong that you can mix in a Mm -hmm. fucking pot. Hello, Danny. (laughs) Like, demon-ass Aquarius (laughs) has a rose. Like, that's what he is. So, it's... I feel like, yeah, your your past plays a part in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like to a certain extent, that's an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like he was just a fucked up person. And mm-hmm. my dad has like a real, um, like a real like power thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a real, like big power trip. Like, you know, like real, real macho, macho. Can't nobody tell him nothing. Don't talk back. Don't blink at him. If he talk, mm-hmm. like, you know, like he was also in the army. And I feel like the way he treated us, like he thought we were in the army. Like he, right. when, when he said clean the room, he would dead ass come in our room and swipe the TV. Like, shit like that. Like, mm. oh, you didn't dust the TV? This room ain't clean. Blah, blah. Like, he would flip the fuck out. Like, it literally... You could never sense his mood. Right. It, it was never like, oh, we're having such a good day and with that's daddy. Because just, just like this, mm-hmm. everybody getting slapped the fuck up. Like, right. just in a blink of an eye. Like, like you could never sense when it was going to go right. wrong. So, you're constantly on eggshells. You're constantly mm-hmm. not knowing... What you're doing is right. What you're doing is wrong. And as a kid, you're going to do a lot of wrong shit. Cause right. You, you're a fucking kid. Right. Kids are, they're made to, to, te- they're going to test you. Right. They're going to test you. They're not going to be 100% perfect. And a big part of parenting is understanding that and also disciplining them the right way so that they understand what they're doing is not okay. But you have to understand that it's not going to end there. You but know not I mean? even kids are going to test you. Kids are also innocent, mm-hmm. and they don't know that they're doing wrong things until it's done. Until it's done, you know and saying? then you tell them. So, like, right. if they're keeping the same thing. There would be no telling. Right. It would be, like, it was treated as though you already knew you this. You knew what was And wrong. now you're going to be held to the highest standard of discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, it was no in-between with my dad. It was no, go stand in the corner, go sit in the timeout chair. Like, it was just, everything with him was to the 10th power. Right. Everything to him was, like... You gonna disrespect me and you know poking out his chest uh-huh. and all up in your face like, like he, he was wanna a nigga fight in the you yeah like like that one video you gonna have to see me yeah I wish he was that gone <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish he was that gone how do you think now at at twenty eight years old how do you think like it still affects you now um 
So, like, for a long time, I feel like it affected me in every relationship because I do not like when men say anything to me. Don't raise your voice to me. Mm -hmm. Don't get assertive with me. Like, I have, like, a real big problem with male authority. I've had this problem all my life, like, because Mm -hmm. of my dad. Because I feel, like, like, traumatized for me. Like, I just feel like because of the way he was, like, I always feel like men felt they needed to let you know and beat their chest and right. you know what I mean like I'm the man and I'm like you ain't shit shut right. up like, you know what I mean like, that's how I always felt about it like and in my mom and dad's situation like in their scenario so <clears throat> my dad has been a part of my life my whole life mm-hmm. unfortunately <laughs> I've had to deal with him my whole life mm-hmm. no breaks in between um grew up with him he was there all the baby tapes he's there all the pictures he's there oh my god for the longest right. time when I was a kid, I was such a daddy's girl. I was so brainwashed. In a normal situation, that would be ideal. Oh, if yeah. If it wasn't, right. If, if he it wasn't, wasn't toxic. toxic. Right. If he wasn't uh, the fucking devil, mm-hmm. yes. It would be ideal. Um, So for a long time, a kid being innocent, mm-hmm. I was so brainwashed by him. I just, oh my God, I just loved my dad. Like, there was nothing he could do wrong. Like, mm-hmm. a normal kid, like, you just, you just think your parents are perfect until mm-hmm. you see otherwise. Right. Um, And my mom was never the type to talk bad about him Mm -hmm. and she went through shit Mm -hmm. like oh my god like went through shit and a half like whatever i dealt with with him ain't nothing compared to what she dealt with with him Mm -hmm. so she was never the type to talk ill about him or you know want to persuade us in any way to look at him a different Mm -hmm. type of way so for a long time i used to think my mom was a problem like i literally hated her like i was Mm -hmm. like i cannot stand this woman like why she always started with him like oh my god my dad is just so perfect blah 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 Mm -hmm. Um, and then you get older and you start realizing things like when I first found out Santa Claus wasn't real, it's because I used to help my mom wrap the Christmas gifts. And mm-hmm. I remember like my dad had, he used to like not come home for like days at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't know who the fuck he thought he was, but you know, these five kids, I'm your problem. Hi, my mom. Like these, these five kids. Remember we used to always say like, they need to get together. <laughs> yeah, they need to get together because clearly, um, and I remember we were, like, wrapping gifts downstairs, and he just, like, had came downstairs. Like, it was nothing. Like, nobody knew he was coming downstairs. Like, nobody mm-hmm. knew he was coming home. And she just, like, looked up and, like, kept back wrapping gifts. And I, like, that, I feel like that was the first time I ever noticed that he was gone. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the first time that I noticed, like, wait a minute. He hasn't been home for, like, how many days? Like, why isn't he helping my mom with this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. and then from that point on, I started noticing other things. Like, mm-hmm. um, he never left with us. Like... We've gone on vacations. We've gone to Pennsylvania. I don't know how many times when we were kids. My dad has never came anywhere with us. We have no pictures, no memories of him anywhere with us. Mm. And I was just like, like he was, you know, he always acted as a single man. Mm. You know, like, oh yeah, you the wife, you handle this, you handle these kids and that's your problem. Right. When I need you here for this, when I need you to represent me here for this, that's, that's when you're around. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but aside from that, he was just a piece of shit. And then, then I got older and I got older and I started hearing the arguments and I started seeing her get hit Mm -hmm. and I started, you know what I mean? Like I started witnessing other things and I feel like the point where, um, everything changed for me with him was, I'm trying to think if it was the divorce papers first or when he put a gun to her. So I think it was the first time. So when I was in second grade, my mom had picked us up from school and at this point, she wanted to divorce my dad. Mm-hmm. So it was me and Ashley in the car. And she had, like, turned around. And she was like, I want to talk to you guys about something. I know you're young, but I feel like you're, like, old enough to understand what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. 
And then we were like, okay. And she was like, I don't want to be with your dad anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get a divorce. She, like, explained to us what a divorce was. She, like, explained why and all this other stuff. And I was just like, once again, I just, like, hated her. I was right. just like, like, why does she want to do why this? Why are you ruining this? Yeah, like, why does she want to do this? Like, why does she want to hurt my dad? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what did he do to her? But this was, like, obviously second grade was mm-hmm. way before me seeing what she was right. really dealing with. Um, And my dad, he played off that because he's a manipulator. Mm-hmm. So he would, like sleep in our room like I remember oh my god when I was younger I used to like love sleeping with my dad I used to sleep with his shirt I used to love his cologne the way he smelled Mm -hmm. I just I was obsessed with my dad and we used to like go downstairs we would like sleep in his room and everything and I remember he would like cry Mm -hmm. and he would like use it to his advantage and he'd be like your mom's trying to tear this family apart Mm -hmm. your mom this blah 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 and like it like dead ass brainwashed me like I Mm -hmm. thought she was the devil like I was like why would she want to do this blah 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 um and then they never got a divorce. They never separated. They never did nothing. My dad, he used to cheat on my mom. He used to beat my mom. He threw my mom out of a car while she was pregnant. You know, he, he's done it all. He's mm-hmm. the worst of the worst. Um, but then fast forward, we were a little bit older. And I don't really remember what age I was here. But she had went and she got divorce papers drawn up. Mm-hmm. And at this point, my dad was dating a 16-year-old girl. And he was like... 40? High 30s had to be 40. Just dirty. Just disgusting. He was dating the 16 year old girl, right? Mm-hmm. So, and not on a low. Like, <laughs> he was married to my mom. This was not on a low. He used to have this girl at our house. Like, she used to braid me in Ashley's hair. Like, I used to think that was, like, my friend. Like, I was like, oh, I love like her. I was like, we both like B2K. Okay, Omari on George J. Book is mine, bitch. Like, what are they here? <laughs> like, she used to write, I'm dead ass. She used to write, <laughs> She used to write my... Hopefully he wasn't saying fuck out of here at that age. <laughs> she used to write my dad and her names like on a binder, on her binder and like a heart and all that shit. Like she was so fucking young, but obviously I was younger, so I don't think you nothing of it. didn't think anything of it, right? I'm not realizing what's now really it's going like, on here. Kelly. Right. <laughs> oh my God, you're dangerous, sir. <laughs> um, and at this point, my mom had went and like drafted up papers and I remember mm. like, my mom was about to fight this girl. Like it was just like so much shit that had to like happen you know toxic fucking childhood Mm. um and he had got the divorce he had to get served or whatever Mm -hmm. so he had got the divorce papers and they were still living in the same house but when this had happened when my mom found out he was dating a 16 year old little girl she was like there's no way in hell i will be married to you there's no way in hell i will work anything out with you the girls are not allowed downstairs with you all this stuff like i remember he was like so offended and she was like you're dating a little girl that's not too far from your kid's age like she's the same age as anthony which is his son so she was like, no, they're not allowed downstairs with you. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So he had like stormed upstairs with the, and we had this dog named Logan mm-hmm. and he was like, he bit my foot over a fucking brownie <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a, on a lighter note, <laughs> on a lighter note, but whatever. He was like a little <laughs> type dog. Right. But that was my mom's dog. Um, but he was like, he was like a real big protector. He tried mm-hmm. to like bite my dad over it. And my dad like almost killed this fucking dog this night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he's just such a fucking abuser. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came upstairs with the divorce papers and he ripped them up in her face. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you will never be able to leave this. I don't give a fuck about all you bitch. Blah, blah. Mind you, in front of all of us. Mm-hmm. And this was like the first time I, before this, even me being brainwashed by him, I saw the demon he was towards us, but I just thought mm-hmm. that's what parenting was. Right. You didn't know. Yeah. That's what you, this was the first time I saw him get so irate 
and look like a monster to my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Like, what the... Like, he was like... He tried to come in the room. That's the reason why... The, like, he tried to go at my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, while we were up there. And that's the whole reason the dog, like, went for him. And I was just like, oh, my God. And from that day on, that's when I was like, all right. Like, something's going on that she's not telling us. And I remember right. we slept in her room with her. And, like, we was asking her all these questions. And she was like, you know, I never, like, never want to talk bad about him. Blah, blah, blah. We were like, well, we're, we're past that. Like, like, fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> we're past that. We done Tell seen. Tell me the tea, sis. We done seen the Joker now. Really? So, <laughs> you got to let us know, like, what's going on know. here. Um, she, like, told us a lot of things that we didn't know, whatever. So, from that mm-hmm. point on, he just, like, everything was, like, more, like, irate. Like, he was, like, real crazy. And the one day we was all outside, we was there with our friends or whatever. And my mom was talking about leaving him or something like that. And he put a gun to her in the kitchen. Oh, my God. And... She had, like, came outside. She was, like, crying. And she was, like, she went to go walk towards the payphone. And me and Ashley followed her. And she was, like, no, 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 stay there, stay there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she, had, like, called the cops from the payphone. And she was, like, like, if I wanted to leave right now, blah, 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 and take my kids, like, what would happen? Like, he put a gun to me or whatever. And they're, like, where are you? Where are you? And she just, like, hung up the phone. And, like, we kept walking. I remember, like, we just kept circling the block. And she was just, like, crying. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he threatened to kill her. Like, oh, you, you want right. to leave me? This is going to be the way you leave me. Like, type shit. Like, bruh. <sighs> Girl, that's only two two scenarios out of my fucking life. <laughs> um, but that was him. That was him. That's, that's in short, that's, that's the type of person he is. That's the type of mm. person he was. And, um, you know, eventually my mom was able to free herself from that situation and get a divorce. Right. However, we as the kids, um, we didn't get to be free from it. We were stuck with him right. as a parent forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like my dad wasn't the type of parent that, like, you spoke back to, if mm-hmm. you couldn't already tell. So, the first time I ever spoke back to him, I was 18 years old, and I cursed him the fuck out. <laughs> um, ever since then, it was like he could not tell me nothing. Because mm-hmm. there was no regular talking to, there was no, um, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Like, he would talk to you literally like you were not his fucking kid. I remember right. I had failed. I used to cut school. After my grandma died, I just didn't give a fuck about school. I used to cut school mm-hmm. all the time. And I had failed every single class the mm-hmm. one year. So, my dad found out I was failing every class. I wasn't living with him or anything like that. I was living with my mom. And um, he had called my phone. Mm-hmm. And his way of, like, parenting was just cursing you out. Mm-hmm. There was no, like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. He literally called my phone screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, you fucking bitch. You want to be a little fucking slut? You think failing is cute? Oh, blah. And I'm like... At this point, used to it. Like, he spoke to us like mm-hmm. this my whole fucking life. Right. So, I've been a slut since I don't know how young. So, I'm just sitting there with my ear to the phone. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, you better not be feeling for no boys. Because I swear to God, I'll fuck you up. I'll come up to that school and I'll embarrass you. <laughs> just going, 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 going. I'm just like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And that was my life. That's what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Um, And then it just got to the point where... Um, after I turned 18, I just couldn't deal with it no more. Mm-hmm. After so many years of situations like that, this was like an every week thing. 
this is nothing new. At voicemails, like, it became, like, a joke, like, with my friends. Right. Like, oh, like, your dad. Oh, my God. Look, your dad. He's calling right. again. Like, here, and it's here, like, it's, it's funny to everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. When that's your life. Right. When, when like, no, like, real life. Like, this is how he is. This mm-hmm. ain't a joke. Like, like I have to deal him with him. showing off. Like, this right. Is, like, this is, this, this is. is this is how retarded he is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is him. Um, or I remember the one time me and Ashley were supposed to meet him. We were coming from Pennsylvania. We had took the Bieber bus. And I think I was, like, fucking 16. And um, I don't know if we, got like, got off on the wrong stop or what. But we, like, weren't there exactly when he wanted us to be there. But it's not like we were, like, late. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, we got off on the other stop and just, like, walked over mm-hmm. instead of, like, waiting for another bus. And in... um. What is that? Penn Station? Penn Station or Port Authority? Port Authority. And Port Authority, bruh, literally pressed us. Like, nose to nose. If you ever in your fucking life, like... Like, sir. Like, sir. Social distancing. Get <laughs> your breath out of my face. <laughs> like, um, the one time... The sh- like you know when the buses wasn't running or whatever you had to take the shuttle mm-hmm. we were supposed to meet him at a certain time and he- we was also frantic because it was the shuttle right and jose was like oh i'll drop y'all to him and before i got off the car i gave jose a hug bruh as soon as that that door closed he was like two fingers in my face pushing on my head if you ever hug that man in front of me again i'll break your teeth i swear to god i will break every tooth in your fucking mouth you don't ever hug another man in front of me i'm your father i was like like, sir, you're my father. You're not my boyfriend. Bro, like, I wasn't us. hugging my, my next nigga. He just drove like, us from Queens to Brooklyn. He didn't have to. He could have been like, right. fuck you and whatever time you're supposed to have with them. Like, what you wasn't supposed to even have. You wasn't paying no fucking child support. You wasn't doing nothing. So that's, that's what life was with him. So it just got to a point where we created a habit where I would curse him out, cut him off, then feel guilty, start mm-hmm. talking to him again. And this went on for, I don't know the past 10 years um and then i always guilted myself into talking to him again because i kept saying like one day he's gonna die Mm -hmm. and i don't know how i'm gonna feel about that Mm -hmm. because of the fact that yes he's toxic but he's always been around Mm -hmm. even this person has always been around so how would i feel if he just wasn't here right i've always guilted myself into talking to him and then i got to the point Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we stopped speaking. And then his brother passed away, my uncle. Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt so bad for my cousins at that funeral. Because mm-hmm. my Theo Georgie was such the opposite of my dad. Like, his grandkids knew him. Like, my dad's grandkids don't know who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. They know Jose. Um, Like, his kids just had so much positive stuff to say about him as a father, as an advocate, as a fucking cop. Someone who knew how to hold the job. Like, you know right. what I mean? It just, there were so many positive things to say. And I remember thinking while we were at the funeral, like, and Eric was there with me. And I just remember thinking, like, I could never get up there and say none of this about my dad. I could right. never sit at his funeral and lie. I could never get up there right. and be like, my dad was a man of character. My dad was the greatest dad. My dad was, mm-hmm. no. I would be at his funeral being like, there's five people here because this is who my dad was. Right. My dad was the type of person that pushed everyone away from him. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone learns a lesson by this and you learn to treat your kids better and people around you better. Such so a funeral, it's not five people. Like, right. honestly, because that's how it would go. 
you're not going to be represented by the fucking army when you got a dishonorable discharge. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be represented by a bunch of people standing outside and all this stuff mm-hmm. because, like, the person that you are, like, you're an right. evil person. And after that funeral, when I went to the funeral, we weren't talking. Mm-hmm. After that funeral, my cousin, that her dad had died, she begged me mm-hmm. to talk to him. She was like, you only get one dad, blah, blah. And I was like... You know how he is, and everybody knows how he, he is. And she's like, I understand that, but you only get one day. At least try one more time, and you can mm-hmm. say that you did everything in your power. And I was like, what have I been doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I was already, like, fed up with it. But because my cousin asked, and because she just lost her father, I went to my dad's house after the funeral, me and Eric. And I asked Eric to stay while I took a walk with my dad. And I took a walk with him, and I told him, I said, I cannot have you a part of my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try because of Theo Georgie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. And when I tell you this is your last chance with me, this is your last chance. You fuck this up, I will never speak to you again. Mm-hmm. And a couple months later, guess what? He started his shit. And you know what I did? I let it slide. And a couple months later, he started his shit. And guess what? I let it slide. And a couple months later, he started his shit and he let it slide. And then a couple more months came by and, and I had enough. Mm-hmm. And I made the decision to cut him off. And at this point, it's going on a year. Mm-hmm. In July, I'll make a year since I spoke with him. And it doesn't stop him from thinking this is our usual pattern of mm-hmm. him disrespecting me. And telling me who wants a daughter like me. And I'm this and I'm that. And all the other shit that he can say out of his mouth. Um, and thinking that it's normal. When honestly, he doesn't know. he doesn't know you. You know what I mean? As an adult. He doesn't know your character now he doesn't know no, he all doesn't of know the good you nothing. have because he doesn't take that time because every time you do try to let him in you right. know what i mean it's everything some is shit. A, everything has a problem, problem. because right. my dad is a very miserable person mm-hmm. and anything that's happy mm-hmm. brings him down when i was in school it was an issue if i'm going on vacation it's an issue because right you can go on vacation, but you can't go see yeah. him, right? You can go around the world. You can go here. You can go there, but you can't come see your father. Like, New York is not a vacation. Right. I was born and raised there. I grew up there. It's not a fucking vacay. And so okay? you can come see me. Like, what, right. like, what are you doing? But that's the thing. He needs everything brought mm-hmm. to him, and everything is about him. I could, he could call me, and I could be like, I just won the Nobel Peace Prize. And he'll be like, no, 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 I'm sitting here, and I don't have anyone to talk to. And I'll be like, oh, okay, all right. I never um, won a Nobel Peace Prize. You're just going <laughs> to rub it in my face. Right. It's like, sorry. And it's sad because I know this just from conversations. Bro, like, I, been around like, I didn't grow up with him, but, like, growing up the, like, the I guess, like, the second half of our lives. Right. Like, with you, you guys. You witnessed just it, seeing first it right? Like, and that's the thing. It's like, He's so draining mm-hmm. and toxic that, like, it literally takes a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it... And I feel like a lot of people don't understand how I'm so cold with him at this point mm-hmm. in my life. And I'm like, bruh, y'all this... Like, y'all didn't have to live been it. my life. Right? It's easy. It's easy when, um... Like, one of my friends, for instance, her and her dad have such a good relationship... Mm-hmm. That she's always the type of person to tell me I need to speak to him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're speaking from a person that has had a healthy father in your life. Mm-hmm. So I understand you don't even know this realm. You don't mm-hmm. know this fucking twilight zone of my life. But this is my life. And mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, no one else has to talk to him. Right. Everyone else around me saying, you should talk to him. And him calling my, fir- my phone and leaving me voice messages and telling me I'm a bitch, I'm a slut, I'm a hoe because um, I decided to go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> um, with no money he's ever given me like what right. the fuck like you know what I mean I, I just 
I don't understand it. And, you know, I've never been arrested. I didn't lose my virginity till 23. I'm not on no drugs. But it's not, I don't be in nothing. Not nothing is good enough. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing that will please this man. You know, I graduated high school. There There's nothing in the world that will be enough for him because he's so miserable. Right. You know? Right. And at the end of the day, I'm this, I'm that. Who wants a daughter like me? You're right. You're right. You are right. right. So stop hitting on my phone. Right. And that's, that's the point that it got to. Like, I just had to get to the point where I was like, why do I keep doing this? Like, I feel like I'm doing this mm-hmm. for everyone else's liking. For people not to be like, oh. You don't speak to your dad, but, but no, Mm -hmm. I don't care. And I actually, like they say that toxic parents and absent parents produce the same kind of people. I actually think it's worse. It is worse. And I've seen so many posts. It's worse to grow up with a toxic parent than to not grow up with that parent at all. Because you, you are kind of like, I feel like if you grow up with an absent parent, you might be emotionally fucked up. You might be like. Oh, wow. Like, the, I feel like the deepest thing you're going to feel is, was I not good enough? I've never personally felt that because, like I said, like, I, me personally, didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people feel like, like, was it, was it me? Was mm-hmm. I not good enough for you to stay around? You know what I mean? A lot of people feel that. But with toxic parents, like, now not only are you emotionally drained, You've probably been physically abused, mm-hmm. mentally abused. You know what I mean? And yeah. you've seen so much that people whose parents are just not there, yeah, it's they don't see that. Years and years and years and years and years of scars. Right. It's years of disrespect. It's mm-hmm. years of just fucking like... When you start thinking... And it's like, I remember I had a talk with Eric about this. And I was like, this could have gone like a whole nother way. Like, if mm-hmm. I wasn't the type of like... I don't I guess like bitch that I am. Mm-hmm. Like... Who knows if I would have thought that's normal and got with somebody that talked to me like that. Right. Oh, because my dad called me a bitch and a slut. Like, oh, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So let me just get with somebody who does the same shit that my dad right. used to do. And this, this is just going to be my life. Like, he has done so much. And not just to me. Mm-hmm. There's five of us. And he's right. fucked us all up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just the only person to stand strong on it. Right. Because I, I, I just no longer can give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And I remember like. In July, when we stopped talking, like, I was speaking to my mom about it because, you know, everybody's, that's Danny. That's Danny. And for a long time, that's how I guilt myself. Like, that's just how he is. That's just how he is. I got to keep talking to him. That's just how he is. Um, I remember speaking to my mom about it and, like, crying. And I, like, kept telling her, like, I cannot keep doing this to myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't. I can't. If you keep that mindset of, well, if, not only if, but when he does pass away how am I going to feel? Then you're just making it, you're making it okay for him to do whatever he wants, talk to you however he wants. Not and only you that, have to keep putting yourself through not that. Not only that, it's like I explained to my mom, I rather, God forbid something happened to him mm-hmm. and me not talking to him has allowed me to forgive him mm-hmm. and me to feel bad than for me to feel relieved. Right. Right. Like, oh, I don't have to deal with him anymore. Now I don't have to deal right. with the, right. Right. Like, I was going to say the fuckery. I mean the fuckery yeah so mm-hmm. it's like it's just it's a lot it's an emotional roller coaster. even like he, my dad doesn't know I'm pregnant mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to him I don't plan on him knowing I'm pregnant I don't plan on him being in my kid's life mm-hmm. I don't plan on ever speaking to him again um he does this little routine where again you know he disrespects mm-hmm. he says whatever he wants out of his mouth um he can call me you know the scum of the earth mm-hmm. and then a couple months later could pass and he'll be like hi baby hope everything's okay plays nice until plays you nice. give in exactly until i guilt myself and talk to him never once have i got an apology it's out of the him same old bullshit yeah he doesn't apologize for anything he's not wrong for anything 
I always took it another type of way. I don't know mm-hmm. how you can take someone telling you they don't want you as a kid right. um, any other kind of way besides what they said. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he is who he is, and that's fine for somebody else. Right. I just decided... I no longer can have him a part of my life. Exactly. Like You're I not can't put yourself through it. Yeah, I can't drive myself crazy. And this is also a talk that I had to have it with Eric because again, he's someone that being a father is his whole life. So he does not understand it. Right. He does not understand how I can't now granted, he understands that my dad is batshit crazy, but he doesn't understand how I can be so detached. Like Delete for instance. Him, like out of your Yeah. For instance, my dad texted me yesterday mm-hmm. and on Monday. And has still got no response since July. And he said, Oh, with everything that's going on, I just hope you're okay. I love you. And the minute his name popped up on my phone, I got pissed off. And I was like, mm-hmm. why the fuck is he texting me? Mm-hmm. And then I put the phone down and then I looked up and Eric was just shaking his head. And I was like, you got something to say? And he was like, no. He was like, I told you I'm not going to say nothing about it because I respect your decision. Oh, you think I'm supposed to text you and be like, oh, I, well... Oh no, God. because when now you send me that, that message, pandemic, I'm gonna, right. when you send me that message, like, oh, who wants a daughter like you? Stay out of my life. Bye. Have a good life. I could have died I that day. That. Right. And you I could have got hit by a car. I could have gotten into a car accident. Guess what? This whole bout to be a fucking year, anything could have happened to me. Mm-hmm. You do not know. Same way he doesn't know I'm pregnant. He wouldn't have known if I had cancer. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have known if anything else had happened to me. It's right. the same way you did not care. Unless he heard it through the grapevine. That's what I'm saying. Right. If you did not care, don't care now. Right. Don't hit me up. We're not a part of each other's lives. I'm That's not just how daughter. I feel. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like, and, and you I know he probably would have been like, we're in the middle of a pandemic and you couldn't even come visit your father. Right. Oh, you can't, you're going to let that hold you from New York? Like... Bruh, I'm gonna need. You're not gonna travel to see to me. quarantine your ass just cause. Like, you don't want to be quarantined with me. I have no one to be quarantined with. <laughs> right. He would have just been fucking irritating my whole life. And that's why I said, like. And you do not need the extra stress right now. Yeah, I remember when I found out I was pregnant, Eric was like, babe, are you gonna. Are you gonna tell your dad? And I was like, my dad knows. Jose knows. I told Jose. I was like, that's the only dad I have. So. Period. And he was like, you know what I mean? Um, Danny, are you gonna tell Danny? And I was like, no. The last person I'm going to tell is the person that stresses my fucking life out the most. Right, so he can stress yeah. you out and your baby can all look on him. No. <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> no. Because they say the person you argue with the most. Yeah, no. 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 It's, you've made every attempt. Right. You've made every attempt. And even when you said that it was your last attempt, you've still no. tried. You tried and tried and tried. It's like, what... What else do you allow yeah. at that point? Someone is calling you every name and then telling you, like, I do not want you in my life. Who would want you in their lives? Mm-hmm. Who would want you as a child? You're supposed to be like, oh, dad, that was great. Like, no one's ever said anything like that to me before. I'm going to mm-hmm. forgive you. Like, what if you if you let that slide? What else? What else are you going to allow? That's what he's used to. Everything sliding you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying he disrespects my brothers he disrespects my sister he disrespects me he disrespected my mother and right. at the end of the day he goes about his business mm-hmm. and then he'll text us and he just expects like i remember the one time he told me this was like a couple years ago and he told me he's my father and he could say anything he wants to me and it doesn't matter because he's my father and i was like no that's not how life works i was like um Remember this is the argument that Ashley recorded in life, <laughs> and um, he was like, "I was like, you do you think just because you're my parent 
that everything you mm-hmm. do or anything you do is unforgivable and I was right. or just supposed to be forgivable and I was like that's not the case I was like there's people out here that rape their kids right that fucking burn their kids that torture their kids he was like and you know what those kids respect their parents I was like no those kids fear their fucking parents and that's what you want respect right that's what you want that's what you right associate with respect I don't fear you I'm not scared of you and I damn sure don't respect you respect is given and it's earned like you know what I mean like it, right. it's a give and a take like you ain't about to be disrespecting me I'm just supposed to be like oh well that's my dad he just mm-hmm. told me I was a slut ass bitch He's my because dad, I missed his call so I'm just gonna call him back and be mm-hmm. like hi daddy no when I, when I call right. him when he starts tripping out I'd be like what is your problem like what what why the fuck are you calling my phone right like what is your problem it gets to a point where it's like i'm not about to sit here and listen to you right so and either I'm not you're 12. gonna get your act together or stop calling me the last time this man has spent a dollar on me i probably was 11 years old mm. so you must be out of your fucking mind if i'm not letting the person that's fucking me talk to me like this that you who has not done anything not have right. been relevant not came to a graduation not nothing speak to me like you don't got no goddamn sense anything i've accomplished anything i've done he has not been a part of he has not been the cause of he has not been the root of right so i don't know why if anything like any like not any good but if anything like you're driving to move forward is to spite him despite everything he said like you're never gonna be shit you know what i mean like you're never gonna be good at this he don't even even have that kind of control on me because i just think that he's a bum like mm -hmm. you can't get offended by anyone that's worse off than you right that's just how i feel like right i'm sorry what like you're talking okay all right not even like you know what sir anything i've done is because of my mom Mm -hmm. you know what i mean anything that has pushed me is because of because my mother's who i saw go to Mm -hmm. school come home work two jobs and take care of five fucking kids right that's the only drive in me it's because of her you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i want to make her proud or make her feel like all the shit that she did for us wasn't in vain Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck about him his opinions his his care his fears his feelings i do not give a fuck that man could be sitting right in front of me crying and i'll be like "Mm." well sorry tissues are on a real shortage (laughs) right i'm gonna keep it (laughs) you can't i'm gonna need to wipe that shit on your shirt sir because like even when i text my siblings i'll be like yeah your father your father be bugging like Mm -hmm. your father like no it's not my dad i'm perfectly fine with my father jose the blessing that he is the person that he is the person he's been in my life and I just I just can't I cannot do it I can't and it just it like it it made me when I got pregnant I thought that I was gonna be like um a little like oh should I should Mm -hmm. I like have a relationship with him it made me more sure about my decision Mm -hmm. because I was like bruh I would lose my mind if he ever thought he was going to talk to my kids crazy. Oh, hell yeah. I would lose my fucking mind. But you know what? If you haven't corrected it, he still think he could talk to me like that at 28. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to hesitate to think he's going to talk to my kids right. crazy or think he's going to put his hands on them or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. So it has put me in peace that I'm not bringing that person in. A person that's not going to be relevant. A person that's right. not going to remember their birthdays. That's not going to be involved. I'm not even going right. to introduce them to that shit. They're going to know Jose as their grandpa and that's all they need mm-hmm. to know period that's all i needed that's my dad okay. period that's all the time we have for danny we off him <laughs> oh don't you have more um yeah stats so about bum ass dad. mainly <laughs> mainly so there was two things i saw about toxic toxic fathers um let me see so the first one was like 
not like a questionnaire, but like questions to ask yourself if you think you have a chocolate parent or if your parent is toxic. And I feel like just from hearing you talk. <laughs> Tell me I checked all the boxes. Just that you did. Do they tend to overreact or create a scene? All the yes. time. Anywhere. Do they use emotional blackmail? Mm-hmm. Do they make frequent or unreasonable demands? Yes. Do they try to control you? My way or the highway? Ooh, I might check that one. I'd be like, because I said so. <laughs> but that's like everything. Everything I said. Yeah. Do they criticize you or compare you? Mm-hmm. Do they listen to you with interest? Hell. That's a no. Do they manipulate, use guilt, or play the victim? Mm-hmm. Do they blame or attack you? Do they take responsibility or apologize? No. Do they respect your physical and emotional boundaries? No. Do they disregard your feelings and needs? He won. Sounds like he, he need to get a gift basket for that. And so 10 ways to free yourself from toxic parents. And we had talked about this before we started. But definitely, <laughs> you do these. Stop trying to please them. Mm-hmm. You've been doing that. Set and enforce boundaries. Don't try to change them. Be mindful of what you share with them. You were like, I'm not telling this thing I'm pregnant. Know your parents' limitations and work around them, but if you want to. So that's, I guess, a way to not let their toxic behavior right, affect, affect them. You. Affect you. But you, you don't want to do that. Always have an exit tra- strategy. I guess that's if you, you live with like them in danger. Mm-hmm. Except that you can't reason with them. You can't reason with crazy. You don't have to be at your parents' beck and call. Right? It's not your job. You're not obligated to spend the holidays with your parents. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. Exactly. There was one I also saw. You like, need just to, a few. Um, you need his number to, to text him that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so he can start harassing you? um so there was one i'm gonna just read a few of them it was like 10 facts about father engagement like i guess okay. in, a, in a good sense so like healthy healthy dads right so wow. i guess it is this is exciting is. what's that it is healthy dads so fathers and infants can be equally as attached to mothers and infants so i guess like you know oh, how the like, oh it's a mama's boy moms yeah. can all, always like can only be attached like fathers can also be attached like when they really get excited um yeah that's eric's ass i'm scared i'm gonna have to fight him for this baby like, back up my kid like oh my god um what was the other one i saw that kind of jumped out at me it says children with actively involved fathers are 43 more 43 percent more likely to earn a's in school and 33 percent less likely to repeat a grade so i guess to have that extra that extra push but good fathers. So this one says the quality of a father-child relationship matters more than the specific amount of hours spent together. So like you can spend yep. twenty hours okay out of the day, but if it's not, it's, it's the quality of that yeah. time spent. Like if y'all just like staring at each other, like all right, well it's time to go back to my mom's house. Right. Um, non-resident fathers can have positive effects on children's social and emotional well-being as well as academic achievement and behavioral adjustment. So, um... We saw that with Eric. Mm-hmm. With Eric. And also, I always used to tell, like, so... When Celise... So, me and Celise's dad aren't together, but I always, like, tell him and I tell her, like, like it should be a given. Like, spend time with your kids. Make sure you're active. Make sure you know what's going on with them. But she expressed to me one time like oh my dad like he just be playing games whatever he's like on the game or whatever i wish he would spend more time with me and i was like 
I've already told him this. Maybe coming from her, which she should not have to tell you, spend time with her, or ask you, but it's not going to work coming from me. Maybe the emotional aspect of it, to hear it coming from your child, would be better. And in recent times, more so now, she, she, she asks more to go there. She does say that, um... He plays with them and spends time with them and stuff. So I think maybe that's what he needed. Coming it? from right, coming yeah. from her, I think it maybe made a bigger impact because yeah, coming I from can, you coming now, from me is like right. She's annoying. Okay, she think I'll spend time with my kid. Like no, this is these are her feelings. I'm not putting this in her head. I've I've never like how your mom was like, not one to bad mouth. Like I've never bad mouthed yeah. him to Celise. If anything, like I glorified it. Mm-hmm. So so that she can see things on her own, and I think maybe coming from her worked better yeah so that's like true the quality of the time you spend with your kids has such a big impact on them because they notice things the older they get the more they notice like mm-hmm. yeah he's here but that's that's, but he that's it he's exactly. just right he's just here so the worst thing to be is in a relationship with someone and you still feel lonely right in any relationship right and that's parenthood parent, friendship yep. relationship like if you don't feel like you, feel you can like talk you to somebody yourself, what you here for and um me and phil have always had this conversation like Ooh, excuse me. Even from the beginning, silence has never been an issue. Like, even when we're just together and, like, not doing anything or together, like, we could just be sitting there or whatever. Like, he could be on his phone, I could be on my phone. We don't feel, like, detached Deta- yeah. from each other. And I think that's good for there to be able to be silent. So we don't always feel like we have to be saying anything to each other. Right. And that's, it's like you said, it's good, like, in any type of relationship to be able to have quality of the time yep. spent, not just, like... You should still feel whole we're existing together with this person's right. presence. You don't want to feel like you're just existing with people, right. and children shouldn't feel that with their parents. Like, oh, we're just we be in the same house, right. but I don't really know them like that. I don't really know them like that. So, I don't really be fucking with them. Like yeah. That. So that um that was another important one. Um, people just need to spend time with their kids. It's been good time. Like this one says, father involvement using authoritative parenting. Loving with clear boundaries and expectations leads to better emotional, academic, social, and behavioral outcome. But, like, I think that's saying, like, not being a toxic piece of shit, Mm -hmm. but also having boundaries, being authoritative. Like, you can be a disciplinarian without, like, without abusing your children, like I was saying in the beginning. Like, Mm -hmm. you can... You can be there. You can be a very good father figure. You can be present. You can do all these things. And you can do it effectively without having to yep. be toxic. Like I've always said, I've always appreciated how strict my dad with us, was with us as girls. Mm-hmm. Um, it led me out of being in a lot of situations or scenarios that a lot mm-hmm. of females around me were placed in. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't agree with the way he did it. Ever. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like. There's different effective ways to yeah. do to do everything. He just yeah. didn't know how to be effective. So just to wrap this up, uh, we just want to say shout out to all the good dads, the healthy dads, the active dads, the stepdads, the uncles acting like dads, anyone that contributes positive in these mm-hmm. kids' lives and is taking the steps to work on yourself mm-hmm. and better these kids because it's a lot of fucked up shit in this world. Because y'all the real ones. Period. All right, it's time for some get it, sis. This week's get it, sis goes out to Nas B and Danny B. 
um they are the two lovely ladies of the loud ones podcast so make sure you guys tune in and support those two hardworking ladies their instagram and facebook is at the loud ones podcast the twitter is at loud ones podcast and they have a website where you can get their um business email as well as their advice email and that website is the loud ones podcast.com to you ladies get it sis wrap it up sis all right y'all that brings us to the end of our 13th episode don't forget to follow and subscribe click the fifth star and leave a review follow us on ig and facebook at the sister sister podcast and follow us on twitter at sister sister pod if you have any questions as always don't be shy shoot us an email and we'll get back to you bye y'all bye